0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching the JTH Show. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about Garrett Foster and the Austin, Texas shooting. But first, roll that intro. All right, so uh, before we get started, I want to, again, thank all of you guys for watching and supporting the show. Um, It has taken us, yet again, into a whole other level. Uh, And uh, that level is uh, that the show is now available on Spotify and the iTunes podcast library. So thank you. Um, You know, it's uh, for all of you guys out there supporting, um, you know, the road has been, you know, not the easiest there's a lot of work but uh you know you know without all of you guys supporting and watching the show regularly um you know i really wouldn't wouldn't go anywhere right so thank you very much for for the support um now that we are also podcasting officially um we i'm gonna have to be more detailed in how i speak because obviously when you're watching this on youtube it's it's one thing but when you're listening and if i'm just pointing at here and pointing there. People are going to be like, "What the hell is he doing?" Um, so I'm going to be more descriptive. So for those of you guys watching now, if I go over things as I'm doing them, and you're like, "Why is he describing what he's doing what?" My hand is up here. My hand is down here. People are going to be like, "What? The, what are you doing?" So, anyways, now you know why. Um, all right. So let's get into the show. So today, you know, you know, we're going to get into the to the a whole bunch of clips today. You obviously saw that first one at the beginning of the show. Uh, I have a few that I want to present to you, and that is around. The uh, shooting that happened, which involved a 20 year old uh, Air Force veteran uh, and armed protester, Garrett Foster, who was fatally shot at a late night Black Lives Matter protest in Austin, Texas. Uh, This happened around uh, 950 local time, and it started when a driver aggressively pulled into a street that was crowded with protesters. Uh, We have two videos that I want to share with you guys right off the bat. Um, of different angles. Uh, one of them is very similar to the one you guys just saw, but the other one is from actually from a person that was across the street. But uh, let's roll the first video. That car just ran over
1: somebody!
0: All right. So in this first one, you know, you see uh, one of the protesters that's filming you know, the protests as they're walking, they're crossing the street. You know, one of the things that I can point out is you hear someone in the background saying, take your time. Now, this jumped out at me, right? Why? Because you have a big group, um, and it is a big group. In the second video, you're going to see that. You know, that's kind of blocking traffic. They're crossing the street. Obviously, it's a protest, so this is going to happen. I understand that. That's going to happen. It's the nature of the event. However, in my opinion, right, I think a lot of people, Um, I want to believe at least that a lot of people are decent enough where they're, you know, they see the lights as they change and they usually stop. They let cars go by and then the protest continues. Right. I mean, I've seen even parades do that. Right. Um, I think genuinely people uh, can be nice. Right. And courteous. Now you hear someone in the background saying, take your time. Just, you know, yes, we're blocking. The lights are changing. Take your time. Um, it might not be a big deal for you. For me, it's, it's just one little thing to show that there are going to be, uh, people trying to aggravate the situation in any way they can, even if it's a simple, something as simple as take your time, just cross whenever you want. Um, so that's one thing. That's one remark off this video. The next one is, you know, the, the, the woman, uh, you know, as soon as she hears the shots or First, she hears that uh, the honking. She runs over, right, and assumes, oh, my God, someone got ran over. Why do I point this out? Well, you're going to understand why in a minute. But, you know, I can tell you uh, ahead of time that this is, yet yet again, another thing that shows that people try to, you know, aggravate the situation just by saying that. She could be on live, by the way. And what I mean by live is, you know, live on Facebook or whatever, and saying, oh, my God, look at that. Someone just, just ran over someone. So what happens? Things like that go viral. And it's just like, oh, someone ran over someone at the at the Austin uh, protest. Wow. Man, I wonder who it was. Someone's hating on Black Lives Matter, which was not the situation, by the way. But for that, let's go to the next video. And for this one, I'm actually going to have it overlaid right here because I want to – there's no real audio with it. So I'm going to talk over it. It's okay. So let's roll that video. All right. So on this video – you can see right they're walking across the street uh you know there's some some people on scooters i'm assuming those are the ones that you can rent on the street people you know they're blocking um the the cross street because the processors are walking okay there's a red light anyways you know people are again continue walking here is where the light is gonna turn green You're momentarily there it is and then even the car that's right now we're watching from their point of view starts to go because they want to turn now the car right now you know persons are like hey wait here's where you're gonna see everybody run right now all right run towards the car and it's like boom 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 and then everybody starts running away okay all right so you can go back that you can go back and watch that but in the video you can see as soon as the, the light turns green even the individual who you know happened to be there Recording with his probably his dash cam, is like okay people are walking but I gotta get out of here it's gr- it's green my turn, and he attempts to pull out to pull you know pull away. Um, now right in front of of him he catches that one vehicle that was involved in the shooting, right? And in my opinion, and I agree with a lot of the comments and even what what the police said and witnesses as well is hey. This guy was trying to pull into the crowd, not the the angle that we're watching, obviously, but the the car right in front, into the crowd aggressively, right? Um, So that is, in my opinion, um, true, okay? But what was the individual trying to do? The light turned green for the car in the front. He was trying to pull away, and the other car was trying to do the same thing. No different than you see in everyday traffic. Now, I'm going to get more into... Uh, some of the other facts that have come out and also, you know, my opinion and hypotheticals as to why this guy attempted to pull right into the, the protest crowd. Okay. But, um, before we, you know, we get further down the rabbit hole, I want to show a, uh, I want to show a video. It's pretty long. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have you guys, uh, um, just bear with me. It's a video that I want to do some commenting on. Uh, it's, it's someone that I think had a lot of views, um, definitely looks like he gets a lot of attention and the way he tried to explain this to his following, to anybody that comes across his videos, period, in my opinion is very, um, uh, how can I put this? I don't want to say he's lying. All right. But he's definitely omitting facts and he's omitting um, some of the some of the some of the things that you can see on any of the videos that I'm gonna show you here today, and any of the videos that you can Google yourself. But he's trying to paint a narrative, right, that in my opinion, again, suits what he wants you to believe. And if you do not use any critical thinking, which I preach about this before in other videos. When you're watching something online, reading something, and I mean no critical thinking, you can potentially end up believing whatever this person tells you, whatever whatever his agenda is, and then possibly uh, you know, getting all worked up about it, and then maybe end up in one of these protests yourself, risking your life. All right. But for that, let's let's jump into the video, okay? So, uh, again, I'm going to go ahead and, and show it, and I'm going to go ahead and play it, and then stop it where I want to make some comments. So, let's start right now.
1: In case you haven't heard this story yet, um, this is Garrett Foster and his fiance Whitney. They were at a Black Lives Matter protest in Texas. Garrett was pushing Whitney in her wheelchair because she's an amputee when a man who was trying to run over protesters decided to fire eight shots in their direction killing garrett justice for garrett
0: all right there's another video let's let's stop there okay so first of all i've heard this Um, before from other people commenting on, on the situation, I've even heard it from people, uh, commenting from news stations, uh, big newspapers. And I have seen also a big backlash in reference to what I'm about to say. And that is that they are individuals using the fact that Garrett was engaged to uh, a woman who uh, has had, uh, it looks like several amputations. Um, almost like as a reason for you to feel even more sorry for him, right? They start off the story, the telling of what has happened, the, and, and the unfortunate outcome, but they make sure to mention, Hey, just so you know, Garrett is white. And I've also heard, he didn't say this by the way, right now, but this is along the lines. Garrett is a, a white man by the way, who is engaged to a black woman who happens to have unfortunately um amputations and uh, he was pushing her on the wheelchair. in my opinion, and I'm not the only one that feels this way, she is not the subject matter here she as much as we feel horrible, and I do feel bad for what has happened, and I do feel bad the, for the fact that she has lost lost a loved one. She is not the, the topic of discussion, right? Um, and she shouldn't be almost weaponized for you to feel this blind compassion for what happened to Garrett and this blind anger for whoever shot him. We're going to get deeper into this right now, and you'll understand why I, I say what I say but you know he tries to do that and he's not the only one like I said earlier he, there's been other people and they've been called out for it in fact he was called out for it in his own comments right? Um, but okay so that's that so let, let's continue with the, the rest of the video
1: here's another shot of Garrett and Whitney they've been together since they were kids and on that last post um, yes there's a little few other tidbits of information here and there
0: Okay, I had stopped her again. So one thing that I missed, if you notice um, earlier, uh, the guy here said, "Oh, there was a car trying to run over protests, protesters." That's not. That is not true. The police has said that. That is not true. He wasn't trying to purposely run over protesters. I mean, the mere fact that you see the individual who was in the vehicle honk, uh, you know, that told officers. Hey, there were, he was trying to, you know, get them out the way. He was he was being aggressive, yes, when he pulled into the crowd. Um, he was trying to make his way through the crowd by using his vehicle, which, you know, it's a thick move, right? But he wasn't trying to run them over. If he did, he would have just ran them over. He wouldn't have honked. He wouldn't have waited for the light to change. He would have just ran them over, period, okay? He wouldn't have stopped if he was trying to run them over. He would have just kept going. I mean, it doesn't take... Someone, you know, a a genius to look up people that have been ran over in protest. There was that big one that happened in Charlottesville where an innocent woman lost her life because that's where a man purposely ran his vehicle through a crowd. That guy, right, that POS was trying to run over people. This guy wasn't. But here we go with this individual saying, oh, he was trying to run over protesters. Lie, lie, because, you know. It fits his narrative, what he's trying to get you to understand. Now, what's another thing I picked up on? He keeps trying to show you kind and an intimate moments of Garrett and his, um, you know, fiance. He knows what he's trying to do. He's trying to manipulate you into thinking like, wow, look at that. That's such a beautiful couple. And look at the picture he uses now. Purposely using a picture where you see, unfortunately, the woman, not that it's a bad thing, you know, People that have uh, amputations, they're, they're very strong individuals. You know, some of them after if they accept, you know, things, you know, that you know, like the the guy that was like the Blade Runner or whatever, you know, and they you know they have some um, you know uh, things that they you know I don't know what they, what they call them, but um, like you know feet and arms that they that they make for them, they end up you know living a very normal life. I'm sorry if I don't know the the name of what I'm describing here, um, but he's using her. That's my point. Right, to show that she is this poor individual, and here is Garrett, this, this very intimate moment. So okay. I think I made my point. So let's continue.
1: Um, but I just gave you what's been confirmed so far, and I'll provide more details as they come in. But until then, prayers go out to Whitney, and uh, rest in peace, Garrett. Okay, fact check for the people that claim they want one.
0: By the way, this this is where I guess he gets pissed off. Because people start calling him out. Right? People are like, dude, enough. Like we get what you're trying to do. You know, the soft pauses. You know, we get it. And you're showing over and over this picture. So this is where he gets a little pissed off. Watch.
1: The details that I gave were the only details that have been confirmed by police thus far. As far as the rumors, Garrett may have had a weapon on him, but it's his Second Amendment right to have one. Because remember, you don't have a problem with these guys arming themselves over their rights to get haircuts. It's his Second Amendment right. He has a license and it's Texas. Everyone has a gun in Texas, including the man who shot him. And also, according to the police, only two people fired their weapons that day. The man in the truck and a bystander who allegedly fired at the truck as he was trying to pull off. Not Garrett. And again, if simply having a gun is enough of a reason to be shot and killed, these men should have been mowed down on those stairs.
0: Hold on, did he just say all those people with guns should have been mowed down on the stairs? Right. Um, to defend his point that hey, Garrett was had, had a gun, rightfully so, because in Texas you can carry open carry, uh, even if it's you know an AR, you can. Um and hey, if that's the, the logic then hey then these guys should also be mowed down. Interesting. Interesting that he that he says that. I wonder if uh Jr Real N J or Junior and Real I'm sorry if I'm not saying your name right, I bet that name um also means people like this. Let me show you this. Wonder if he also refers to this. Now that's cool, right? Because, well, first of all, that's Anonymous 2021, which is probably not even the real Anonymous, but whatever. Well, and also you laid over some cool sound, right? Some techno music with like, you know, the clocking and the... Inks, inks, inks. And people are walking, you're like, yeah, well, that makes it seem powerful, strong, right? Because I hope you don't mean... That the other people should be mowed down because they're white protesters, armed protesters. Not these, by the way. Not these, because these would be black. I hope that would not be your argument. I hope that you also reference them. That everybody with guns, whether they're white, black, brown, everybody with guns on the street should be mowed down. I wonder. I wonder what he would say to that. But let's go back to the individual, right? Because uh, he does continue. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to find where I was. Here we go. All right. So, once he says that, um, he goes on and continues and, you know, talks about the boys in blues. This is where he says
1: this. When those people are actually harassing us or the boys in blue you seem to care about so much. Okay.
0: All right. Um, So, you know, he he took advantage to also jab, you know, at the individuals that. That say, you know, blue labs matter, you know, as in reference to, you know, cops matter as well. Right? Um here in the last video he says something interesting.
1: Okay, so offhand, I don't believe anything that the police say.
0: So he doesn't believe anything the police say, but in the video before, you heard him. Go back. You know, he's like, This is what the cops said. But now he's like, I don't believe what they say. Okay.
1: I question everything. However, I find it interesting how many of you take everything the police say as gospel until it contradicts your agenda. Because the police statement says there were two shooters, two men were arrested and questioned. One was the driver of the vehicle who shot and killed Garrett. The other was a bystander who allegedly shot at the driver as he tried to flee. That's what the current police statement says and the local news coverage backs that up. And that video that many of you are talking about and sharing supports these facts. On that video, you hear two separate weapons being fired, and only two. There were two shooters, the driver and the bystander. Neither the police statement, news coverage, or video support any of these claims that Garrett ever fired his weapon.
0: Okay. So that's the end of the the video his mini series right um okay so yes it is true uh apparently Garrett did not fire his weapon I looked into it and I couldn't find anything that contradicts that so okay that that's true he's not wrong there now <laughs> what uh what I found interesting that he was saying is uh that you know that um last my turn of thought here but uh, at least, let's talk about the fact that he was saying that there's two shooters, right? Yes, there is two shooters. Yes, uh, it was the guy that turned on to the crowd and then he shot, uh, and then the, someone else returned fired. Okay, so let's look at some some of the obvious things to start with. Some of the stuff I've said in the past. That's what I was saying. Here, everyone lost. By the way, every, there, I don't I don't see any winners here. Right now, the guy that uh, both individuals actually. That, that drew weapons and, and, and they used them, they were both taken to custody and then they were both released. Okay. Now we're going to go over an article here um, that had uh, the most recent updates from a local uh, news, or, uh, news blog at texastribune.org. Um, but before we get to that, you know, they did say that the individual in the car fled and he fled out of fear. Right. Obviously, someone else returned fire. He probably heard that and, you know, decided to peel out of there. He then called the police himself and said, hey, this just happened. And here's where I am. Come get me because, you know, I know you're going to to be looking for me. Right. Um, So, yes, he's not wrong towards the end there where he says that Garrett never, never fired his weapon. But what have I said in the past? You have individuals, right, in a video that I covered, you have individuals that are posturing, that are coming out with their weapons. For whatever reason, they they want to look or feel big, tough. They don't even want to say that that's how they feel protected. That's how they want to protect the rest. Well, let me tell you something. I saw a comment from someone saying, "Oh, that protesters never saying the name of someone, just in general, protesters, right?" Said that when Garrett was out in protest, you know, with them, because this wasn't the first night he was out, that they felt safe because he was bringing his weapon. Well. I ask and I say to people that would say things like that. It's like, well, do you understand what happened? You know, I don't think I need to be detailed in what ultimately the outcome was for Garrett in bringing out a weapon. Right. That he came out to a protest with a weapon. He approached the vehicle with someone else that had a weapon. That individual uh, decided to use it against Garrett. And now Garrett, unfortunately, has lost his life. There is no right. This guy claim, you know, showing videos or, or pictures of other protesters armed. Like I've said before, is the most stupidest thing you can th- you can do. Is bring a weapon out, because all you're doing is posturing and calling inciting for people to be like, okay, all right, I see your weapon. All right, let me go get mine, and then you know, well look at look at where we're at now with this mess okay so um, let's move on to another video now this video it i would say is actually key not by my terms by the police terms because it's actually an interview of foster himself
1: what about gun again oh uh, it's uh, ak-47 uh what well, you got it out tonight they don't let us march in the streets anymore so gotta practice some some of our rights Cool, man, do you feel like you're, you'll need to use it? Nah, I think the, uh, I mean, if I use it uh, against the cops, I'm dead, and uh, I think all the people that hate us and, you know, want to say shit to us are uh, too big of uh, pussies to stop and actually do anything about it, so. Why'd you start carrying? Well, our roommate got arrested and they stopped letting us march anywhere, so, started carrying. Thanks.
0: Okay, so two things that jump out at me. First one, uh, right towards the end there where they ask him, like, so why did you start caring? Well, his roommate got arrested, and they wouldn't let him protest, so his thought process is, then I'm going to get my gun. My roommate gets arrested. You don't let me protest. I'm going to go get my gun. That's, that was his thought process, right? It is unfortunate, uh, but that's what he thought. So, um, sorry about that. Um, you know, I look at the video, right, and, uh, and I'm thinking, man, he doesn't look like a bad dude. Like, this is not a guy that, in my opinion, looks like he's aggressive or he's trying to posture like normally I say they do, right, uh, verbally at least, until he's like, you know, and whoever, you know, the cops, you know, I can't go against him because they'll kill me, but anyone else, they won't do shit because they're pussies. So I didn't, he didn't, I don't think he said shit, but I, you know, that's, he did say pussies. That's when he lost me, you know, then, and I'm like, damn, man, like it is unfortunate, you know, may you rest in peace, but damn, it is hard when I was seeing all these facts and all these videos. And in this interview for me to be able to sit behind the notion that this was a fool, outright innocent man that was murdered in cold blood. You can say that he was murdered, he was shot, he was killed. But in cold blood, an innocent man, you know, is slain? No. And that's what a lot of people, like the individual we just saw, is trying to portray, is trying to give you. That is not the case here. At all. At all. Um, So, here, let me read some notes that I make for you guys. Um, You know... I put on here a thought, you know, that that came to my mind earlier. And that is what a lot of people often say on comments. When they see someone acting up or someone being, you know, I don't know, loud, you know, disruptive with someone else. Often you see in comments people, again, posturing, saying, man, yeah, you wouldn't do that to me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I wish you would. And I put that on here, right? Because that's what happened that night. That man in the car, right? And it's a theory, which, you know, granted, that's my theory. Saw the protesters. He rushed at them. He shouldn't have done that. What happens? You saw it for yourself. People bum rush his vehicle and started tapping on the window. And that was the individual. I was like, I wish you would. Now, that's the individual. You've probably seen the comments, except this individual took it a step further and said, I wish you would, got his gun out and shot. You know, the reason I, I say this is because, God damn, man, it just makes you maybe sound tough and you think you sound cool. But if you carry that with you, it is true when I hear a lot of times that, you know, what you say and, you know, in, in writing and what you tell yourself, you end up eventually, possibly portraying that in real life. And you know, him being out there saying that you know, the pussies are not going to do anything. It's like someone else that's like, "I wish you would." And that's kind of what happened. That's in reality. That's what happened. Someone in the vehicle felt challenged, threatened, saw another vehicle, a person outside with a with a weapon, and said, "Okay, I wish you would," and fired. Right idiotically stupidly everything you can think of every crappy word right because he shot at innocent people and we saw the other dumbass that shot up and you know out in the open in in albuquerque new mexico another moron right who in that moment what have i said before when you, a, when you have a gun and you start shooting i don't i don't who knows what can go through your mind in that moment that that adrenaline is rushing and you're just shooting out you know, I don't think unless that individual is a mass murder and he wasn't or he wasn't. That's not what he was trying to do, because otherwise he would have stayed and continued shooting at random people, just random people. Right. He shot at Garrett Foster. And that's what I'm going to get into right now, according to some actual uh, witness statements I've taken. OK, so the Texas Tribune wrote an article. Um, I'll put a link to it in the description whether you're listening on a podcast or here on a YouTube video. Uh, I did some highlights. It's very long, but the highlights that I took away from it, uh, some of them were Garrett Foster's death could hinge on which man the police and prosecutors and grand jury believes first provoked um, the other. Foster was visibly carrying an AK-47 rifle, which is legal in Texas. a mortarist was attempting to turn his vehicle onto Congress Avenue and honked at protesters. Michael Cappuccino, a demonstrator at the scene, told the Texas Tribune that the protesters, including Foster, surrounded the car after it hit a traffic cone and the driver stopped. Uh, Michael Cappuccino also told the New York Times he did not see the driver fire at anyone else other than Foster. Um, they are conflicting accounts about whether Foster raised his gun at the motorist who was legally armed as well. Texas so-called "stand your ground law allows people to use deadly force against someone else. If they feel they are in danger, uh, Natasha Harper, Madison, a Austin city council member <clears throat> Uh, was critiqued heavily because she wrote on a tweet. um, She said it is absolutely possible that the police department is, has a bias against Foster in an investigation because he had, he was an anti police brutality protester. Obviously there's people that are with, you know, the boys in blue as the other guy said, and they're like, Hey, you know, that's, that's BS. When he was shot and was down, Police officers rushed to his aid and attempted CPR and everything. There's there's witnesses that said that. So she was critiqued for saying that. Right. Especially since she's a council member. Now, someone else I was critiqued um, was someone uh, in the Austin Police Association. The president, Ken Cassidy, shared a video clip Sunday of Foster explaining why he brought his guns to protest, which is a video that I just showed you guys which includes explicit language about all the people that hate us are too cowardly to stop and actually do anything about it, right? He, was, he later on took down the tweet because he got a big backlash as well. Um, but not before he said, this guy lost, I'm sorry, this is a guy that lost his life last night. He was looking for a confrontation and found it. You know, so he took down the the tweet eventually when you know when people started going after him because that's that's a little cold to say. I gotta say he's not wrong, but you know, to say it outright like that on a tweet, especially if you're maybe a high official, doesn't look good. Whatever, right? Um, the last thing that I that I found on here is that uh, the police actually had Foster on their radar because he would commonly come to rallies with an AK-47. So no, according to police, this was not the first time uh, Foster showed up to, to a uh, rally armed. Unfortunately, this time, the last time was, you know, the last time he showed up because someone, again, um, you know, I don't know, took saw him as a challenge, you know, which is the last thing that I have on here, you know, as final thoughts. A, do I believe uh, Garrett Foster should have died? No. I do not believe Garrett Foster should have been gunned down. That said, do I believe that it, Garrett Foster is 100% without fault, according to statements, according to evidence, according to video, according to witnesses? I do not believe so. No. Now, if something else comes out later, other videos, which maybe they, they, they do exist. Okay. Maybe my opinion will change. But right now, based on what you have seen tonight or today, um, and I have, um, I have seen myself, I am sorry. This is an individual that, by his own account, uh, was bringing a weapon because they weren't letting him protest, protest. And anybody else that would challenge him were too much of a pussies. He was out. He was one of the uh, individuals that rushed the vehicle when that vehicle turned onto a crowd to do what I don't know. And um, somebody somebody saw him as a as a threat. And according to Texas, you know, you can go look at it yourself. That person was allowed in his own right to return fire. And he did. Unfortunately, killing Foster was the outcome of that that fire. Now, someone else, right, also with a weapon, I don't know if he had it, by the way, that's that second shooter. I don't know if he had his weapon legally or not. You know, he he also, you know, drew weapon and shot uh, at the car, Um, you know, and that's I don't know how that's being treated. I don't know how the police is taking that. Um, I don't know if they're going to also let that individual say, hey, maybe he also feared for his life. And because of this law in Texas, well, everybody, you know, everybody gets off. I don't know. Do I believe that the driver should be, you know, completely um, uh, released from our accountability? No, I actually don't believe that either. I don't. I believe that the investigation should continue, right, and should continue in finding out several things. And this is where critical thinking comes in. One, I would like to know if I was an investigator, um, was that individual circling the area? Was he looking for trouble? Was he under the influence of anything? And when I mean anything, I mean anything. I want you to think about the last time that you took anything that would alter your personality. Even Red Bulls. Someone's going to be like, oh, really? Red Bulls? Dude, try taking two, four Red Bulls and see how you act versus when you don't. There are people that are highly sensible to taking anything, coffee, and that alters them. And all of a sudden, they're, they're, you know, they're irrational. Anything, let alone drugs, of course, right? That they could have been taking. And they're circling. So I want to know that I want to know what that individual's state of mind is. Is he like a full blown right extremist as like, I'm looking, give me an opportunity so I can shoot at you because that does change things. It does. It would change things. Now, all that has not been released, but this is why I say, do I believe that this individual should be 100%, you know, let go and released and, you know, and, 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 and I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but ex- essentially clear of all blame. No. I I don't until they continue the investigation, right? Now, at the end, if they find out, hey, this is a guy that maybe was a little pissed off because he turned onto a street, he feels aggravated already. Apparently, these protests have been going on for some days. Maybe he lives somewhere in the area, and he's like, damn it, I can't stand this shit. Every time around my neighborhood, they leave a mess, they leave this. People get aggravated. I think people get pissed off because they're on the, the right lane, And they're like, you're not supposed to be using this lane. If you're not passing, pass on the left lane. I've seen people get aggravated over that, right? No, I don't care. You're not supposed to go 65. You're not the cops. Let me go 80 if I want to go 80. Over that, over road rage. Let alone someone that, again, this individual possibly could have been living in the area. And he's done with protests, with the looting or anything like that. I mean, right now, you hear there's a protest in your area. Are you thinking protests like people just, you know, maybe... Just walking around with, with signs? Or are you thinking what you have been seeing commonly in the media? Rioting and looting and disaster, chaos. You tell me what you've been thinking. So, again, this guy driving around, he's done. He turns onto the street. He's like, damn it, get out of the way. It's my right of way. Get out the way. He turns. And then what happens? People start hitting the windows. And you say, dude, that's not a big deal. That's not a reason to get your gun out. Well, Sam, well, I agree with you. I have been in a similar situation, and it sucked. And I didn't film this. Obviously, I was in my vehicle. Someone happened to put this on on Facebook, but let me show you. All right, um, something that happened to me, so you know that I do know where I'm talking from. Roll the clip. <laughs> So my car was the green, really dark green Explorer. This is something that happened uh, a few years ago with the caravan that ra- rushed the Ysidro border. And uh, I was happening, to, you know, I was having to, you know, excuse me, uh, be driving to Tijuana. I'm driving in and all of a sudden car starts stopping. And I'm like, what's going on? Usually just cars just flow by. This is as soon as you cross, by the way. If you don't know, if you can uh, locate and, and kind of make this this out. This is as soon as you cross from the United States, San Diego, California, over to Mexico. Um, and I stop and I see one, two, three, four, five. And it's like all of a sudden, this, you know, onslaught of people just rushed. Crazy what happens. Um, I don't know how much of it you were able to see or hear, but... You can hear people tapping and hitting the cars. Some of those were my car; they were literally hitting my windshield as they were running, right? Um, sometimes with things in their hand, I felt I—I I didn't know what was going to happen. I stopped. I—I'll I, tell you, I froze, just like everyone else you saw there. I froze. I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I—I I locked my door, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit here until cars start moving. Then I kind of try to maneuver around the people that were running. And even as I was driving, by the way, people were still trying like, to hit my vehicle. What am I trying to say here? Unless you've been in a very similar situation, you might have a different perspective of what does it feel like to be driving into a crowd. Granted, this guy shouldn't have been rushing the way he did into the crowd. Let's get out of the way. But when you have people running and then kind of just, and you saw as soon as he turned and beep. People would just rush that vehicle. First of all, why would you do that? What would that? Why would that be your first instinct? beep, beep runners at that damn car. Why would you do that? Furthermore, what are you doing hitting? I mean, let's be honest. You're not going to win against a motor vehicle. No matter if it wants to run you over. Obviously, the person. It's going to do that. You're not. What do you think you are? Superman made out of rubber? Like what's, What goes through your mind? By the way, to the credit of someone in the video, in the earlier video, you, 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 I don't know if you heard it, someone did say, back the fuck off or something like that. I don't know who it was, but that's actually along the lines of what you should do if you see someone that is attempting, for some reason, to run over other individuals. Help after. It's like almost like when, when the plane goes down, right, where well, they're saying the plane's going down, you're supposed to put on your mask first and then help the others, because then you're no help if you also get ran over, Right. But what happens? No, people rush them. And all people run away as soon as they hear bullets or, you know, the gun go off. But if the gun would have not gone off, can you imagine what would have happened? I've seen things where people get literally pulled out of the car. I've seen things where people will break glasses uh, windows. Here in California, I believe it was in Chino, if I'm not mistaken, um, there were people on the freeway that stopped vehicles. And then some guy is seen with, it looks, I don't know, like a hammer or something, break people's windows that are still in the freeway in their cars because they wouldn't get out of support. So, again, I ask you, what would you do? you can say, I wouldn't turn into a crowded street. I can agree there. Again, we already moved that to the side, right, for a second. But even if you have to, you know, you move into a crowded street and they start banging your vehicle, what would you do? And then you see an, a man walking towards you with an AK. What would you do? This is where we need to find out if this guy was looking for trouble. This is where we're going to find out what the guy's thought process was to really make a conclusion. This is not cut and dry. But is it what the other guy was trying to show and and, and, and portray and maybe even convince you about? No. No. That's, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not of that thinking. I feel horrible. Uh, A life, especially a life so young like Garrett, shouldn't have not been lost. May he rest in peace. Um, You know, he leaves, you know, behind family, uh, a fiance, of course, that will have to start all over without him over something that, in my opinion, many people in a month and two months from now will not maybe even care about, would not think about other than his immediate friends, family, and, of course, his fiance. Everyone else will move on to the next thing Trump says, to the next thing, to the next protest. It is very, extremely unfortunate that this happened. So I want to make sure that I'm very clear on that. Um, but anyways, that's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, if you're you know, listening to the podcast, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, and as always, uh, you know, take care of yourself.
1: Like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, that's it. See ya.